welcome to the official ASIC podcast. My name is Andrew Williams and on today's episode we'll be speaking to ASIC Commissioner John Price about the ASIC Innovation Hub and how it helps fintech startups. John, thanks very much for your time. Hi Andrew, thanks for uh, inviting me on. Pleasure to have you. Let's start with the, the basics then for those that are unfamiliar. What is a fintech startup? Well, financial technology or fintech is a type of business based on using software uh, to provide financial services. So these sorts of companies are generally startup businesses and they're founded to try and disrupt incumbent businesses that rely less on software. And, and what is the purpose of the Innovation Hub in, in relation to them? Well, look, innovation is certainly not a new thing, but the current scale, breadth and potential of the innovation that we're seeing at the moment facilitated by technology certainly is something new. We're seeking some, seeing some really innovative business models in financial services, so marketplace lending, crowdfunding, robo-advice, payments products and blockchain technologies, just a few examples. Now these innovative startup businesses often have limited resources in terms of time, money and access to professional advice. and. As new players in the market, innovators can also lack experience in interacting with ASIC. But by their nature, they can test the legal boundaries of what's okay and what's not, and so they do need to be looked at quite carefully to see where they fit in the grandest scheme of things that that ASIC regulates. There can often be flexibility in terms of the way ASIC looks at these organisations. We can cut red tape for them where it doesn't uh, compromise the fundamental principles of uh, the regulations that we uh, administer. We can change laws that are outdated and we can offer instruments of relief and waivers. Now these along with the government's deregulatory agenda are some of the real drivers behind us setting up our innovation hub. And the purpose, the real purpose of our innovation hub is to help these fintech startup businesses navigate through our regulatory system, which at times can be pretty complicated. What kind of help uh, is is the Innovation Hub offering fintechs? Well, look, there's a range of things we're doing. Uh, we're engaging with other fintech initiatives such as innovation hubs and co-working spaces, and we're making very senior staff available through those venues to help answer questions that uh, fintechs might have. Um, We're streamlining how we facilitate business for these innovative business models by providing informal assistance to uh, eligible fintechs. And the aim of that is really to help them understand key regulatory issues they should consider as they set up their business. We're also providing information tailored for these businesses through our Innovation Hub web pages. We're coordinating new policy work through uh, some specialised task force groups within ASIC. And we've also set up an external digital finance advisory committee to help really uh, inform where best ASIC should be working with this sector. Uh, hit us with some numbers. What's, uh, what's been accomplished so far? Well, look, I've got some great statistics for you. Um, look, 67 entities or businesses have requested and received informal assistance from ASIC. We've held over 120 meetings with stakeholders uh, in the fintech area. We've uh, granted or varied 21 Australian financial services or credit licences. 85% of the people that we deal with would recommend our innovation hub to other fintech startups. And we've already got two international agreements signed with other regulators to help give fintechs a leg up if they want to operate overseas. 
And most importantly and most recently, we've also released a consultation paper on setting up a regulatory sandbox. Can you talk more about what a regulatory sandbox is? Very happy to. Well, well, really, we've had quite a bit of experience now through our innovation hub, and that's shown us some key barriers uh, that are faced by some of these fintech businesses that are, are wanting to enter the financial services market. And these barriers include a speed-to-market problem and also uh, some difficulties at times in meeting the requirements the law set out for organisational competence, that is, making sure that people in the business have the right level of training and experience. So in order to address these sorts of problems, what we're proposing to do is three things. First, uh, we want to give some example of examples of how we have discretion under existing policy to as assess the organisational competence of someone who's applying for a licence. Uh, second, we want to modify our policy on organisational competence to allow very heavily automated businesses to rely in part on compliance sign-offs from professional third parties like accountants or lawyers. And finally, as I mentioned before, we want to implement a limited industry-wide licensing exemption to allow fintech startups to test certain financial services for six months, and that's what people are referring to as the regulatory sandbox exemption. Now, we really believe that these measures will help lower the barriers to entry faced by fintech startups, and they'll do that by providing cost reductions and promoting efficiency uh, in the financial services, while, very importantly, still maintaining the fundamental principles that are set out in our laws. And it's very important to maintain those fundamental principles because we do want people to still have trust and confidence in these new startup businesses. Uh, I should also say that what we're proposing compares very favourably to measures in other jurisdictions because if adopted, it will allow fintech businesses to commence testing of uh, certain products in the absence of, of needing a detailed assessment by us first. And uh, these proposals also build on some of the uh, very good flexibility that already exists in Australia, such as a, a very tailored and modular licensing framework, the option for businesses to operate as a representative of an existing licensee, rather than having to get their own license, the wide discretion that we have on being able to recognise what level of organisational competency or training and experience is necessary for people seeking a licence, and also on our broader policy that enables us to give industry-wide or business-specific waivers uh, or no-action letters where the circumstances allow. And just finally, can you talk a little bit about what might be coming up for the Innovation Hub? Obviously, it's, yeah. it's been around for a while now, it's achieved a lot, but what, what's next? Well, there's a, there's a few things that are coming up. Um, we intend to follow up with other international regulators to see whether more uh, international cooperation agreements might be signed. We really do need to finalise our consultation process around the regulatory sandbox policy. I, I think we will continue to focus on uh, assisting fintech startup businesses as they come through our innovation hub. And importantly, we also have quite an interest in what's known as reg tech, 
or technology that might assist firms in the financial services area meet compliance obligations. So we are quite interested in meeting with fintech businesses around those sorts of things too. John, thanks very much for your time on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me on. No worries at all. You can find out more about the Innovation Hub by simply searching for ASIC Innovation Hub online to find our webpage. Thanks very much for listening.